Good morning. It's wonderful that you've joined in to enjoy an encounter with our God. We want to start the year off in God's presence and seeking His face, and we're doing that together through 21 days of fasting. Thank you to those who've already reached out and said you'll be joining. This month as we fast, we will be focusing on our God of the impossible. And today we want to talk about fruitful fasting. God, we invite you into our time. We will enter into your courts with praise. We exalt you over 2021 and what you intend. We will partner with your Holy Spirit over our lives and our nation. We commit to give you more time and listen to your heart so that this time of fasting and joining our hearts with others fasting is fruitful so that it makes a difference and changes things for the kingdom, not just for our new job or new house or the things that we want, even getting healthy, but we want our fast to be fruitful, believing you for way beyond what our immediate needs and wants are. We want to partner with heaven and see as big as our God sees, believe and hope for the exceedingly abundantly more that our God can fathom for our lives, for our families, and for the nations. Our challenge question is, have you thought about fasting but dismissed it thinking it was irrelevant? Psalms 27 and 8 says, When you say, seek my face, your face, Lord, I will seek. So as we take this time to fast, we want to know, what is it for as we're seeking God's face? You've heard me say in the past that one of my fasts was called extreme deliverance for God's people. You might name it recompense for what was lost or stolen in 2020. It might be about justice for God to bring righteousness and justice to your family and country. It might be all that and more. We just need to ask God. Sunday morning, I was so blessed to go to Mercy Culture Church in Fort Worth, Texas. During worship, I kept seeing a mass of people leaving, walking toward the same place with sacks and plunder. I was praying in tongues and felt that I was praying for restitution for all those who've lost businesses, loved ones, self-esteem, confidence, joy, peace, and pieces of themselves or their hearts during 2020. I began decreeing that like those Israelites leaving Egypt with the plunder of those that had enslaved them and beaten them and bowed them low, so too would God's people, to the amazement of the entire world, while everyone was being enslaved and bowed low and losing, our God working on our behalf to restore and bring recompense. Coming out of worship, the pastor said that they named this year the year of the supernatural, and he was talking about dreams that were supernatural, bigger than us, that require God to act and be fulfilled. Isn't it wonderful that our God speaks and is so unified? That's exactly what this month's podcast is all about. And next week's podcast is already taped and waiting to send out. In order to make our fast fruitful, we need to make it about God, not about anything else. If we go into it with excitement and the intent that we're going to draw closer to God, That helps take our minds off the things that we don't like about fasting, like giving up the foods and things we enjoy. When it's about God, we don't step on the scale. This is not about losing weight. We don't replace eating snacks with extra movie or gaming time. Daniel fast is found in Daniel chapter 10, 2 and 3. When this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three whole weeks. All that time I had eaten no rich foods, No meat or wine crossed my lips, and I used no fragrant lotions until those three weeks had passed. Fruits, veggies, soups, salads, no sweets and treats. We want to sacrifice for our God, to draw closer to Him, 
to put down the flesh and say, God, we're inviting you in. We want to hear from you supernaturally. It's certainly not about sneaking something when no one's looking, since it's about doing this for God and not what others see. Bill Johnson said it so well, I dare not give my God a sacrifice that cost me nothing. I think he was taking that based on David's words to Aruna about paying for the threshing floor when he wanted to build an altar to God. Second Samuel twenty four twenty four says, But the king replied to Aruna, No, I insist on paying you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. Another way that we can make our fast more fruitful is spending extra time for God to listen to what he has to say. Colossians 3 and 2 leads us to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. When we fast, it's personal commitment to hear from God. So our time is also given not to TV or gaming or news or social media. It's far more about reading the word of God, praying in tongues, worshiping. Romans 12 and 12 instructs us to be constant in prayer. You might wonder, how can I do this? I have to work or I have kids. That's why I pray in tongues. We can do that with ourselves while we're driving, while we're working, while we're caring for others. And suddenly I'll find myself thinking of things that weren't there before. People that I need to reach out to or things that I should be praying about. Just letting him lead it. When we fast, we get out of the way and we let God move in. It might seem like nothing is happening sometimes. Sometimes discipline is like that. But things are happening even when we can't see it. We are a tripart being, spirit, soul, and body. They're all connected. So disciplines in every area has an effect on the other areas. I read that discipline comes from the word disciple. So as Christ's disciples, we should be following his example. Although he went into the desert and ate nothing for 40 days. I've never done that. I'd recommend the help of a natural path if you're going to attempt something like that. Not many can separate themselves in seclusion for that long either. It doesn't matter what we're giving to him. But as long as we are fasting, God will move in ways we can't see. When we do see, it's exciting and encouraging. But don't get discouraged if three days into it you want to quit. Because your flesh wants to say, I haven't heard God, this isn't doing anything, I'm done. And then go devour a bag of chips. Recognize that the enemy hates it when we fast. He will come and give excuse after excuse to not give God sacrifice. When we go after God, we're going after the weight and power and goodness of his presence. It's called his glory, and it's beyond anything that we can ask or think or imagine. Now, all glory to God, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or imagine. When we fast, we're partnering with heaven. We are saying, I'm giving up on the things that I love to give you my full love, God. To go after you instead of filling my flesh with foods and treats and time consumers. Fasting is denying your flesh food. But in order to make all this about God and what he wants to do over what we're able or what we want, it is imperative that we give him our time and our worship. It's imperative that we get alone, open our Bibles, sing a song, regardless of what we sound like, pray in tongues and listen to our hearts that he wants to beat with us. Pay attention to what we're seeing. And as we pray in tongues, because scripture, scripture says, we pray for what we don't know, but your spirit intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And with that directive, let's go to prayer. 
God, as we begin this fast together, we bless and exalt you over our flesh. We repent of our plans and purposes that are not yours. We align ourselves with your word, which instructs us to fast. Jesus said, when you fast, not if. Don't make a show of it. Just make it an act between yourselves and God. We repent of word curses that we've spoken over ourselves or others, saying we can't fast or we don't want to do it. We lift up your heart and your words. We ask that we would hear what the Spirit is saying and see what you are seeing. You told us in Joel 2 that you are gracious and compassionate to those who return to you with all of our hearts and with fasting. So as we offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to you, we ask to understand and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will, as we are transformed by the renewing of our minds to your will. Psalms 32 and 6 says, Let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you. And 39 and 12 says, Hear our tears and prayers, for we are sojourners with you, O God. We are surrendering to residing with you. We bow our flesh and hearts and cry out to you to heal our bodies, lives, homes, and lands. We pray for the words of this song. Build your kingdom here, O God. Let the darkness fear. Show your mighty hand. Heal our streets and land. Set your church on fire. Win this nation back. Change the atmosphere and build your kingdom here. As we cry out according to Second Chronicles 7.14, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then you said you would hear from heaven and heal our land. And our land is in desperate need of healing, O God. We pray that you would raise your people from their slumber, apathy, depression, anxiety, fear, and propel us and compel us towards your love, towards your heart, for our families, our neighbors, and the nations. Rabbi Sobol stated that a virgin conceiving and bearing a son in Bethlehem declared that nothing is too hard for God. The Lord is not looking for people to birth the possible, but for those with faith to birth the improbable and the impossible. Is that you, he asks? We say, yes, Lord. We bring your words from Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know before you. And we trust you to answer these words. We thank you that surely you have listened. You have been attentive to our prayers. We thank you that you instructed us to fast and you assure us that you hear and answer. So we exalt you, our God, of the improbable and the impossible over our lives and families and nations. Thank you for seeing all that's going on. You are all powerful and all knowing. We trust you to move and act on our behalf as we are seeking to know you and love you more during this time especially. Amen and amen. Thanks again for joining. If you haven't already subscribed, you can do so at Enjoy and Encounter through Spotify, Google, or Apple. Next week, we will be joined by a special guest, so I look forward to you inviting others to hear what Pam Ferguson has to say about Rahab. This week, may you be blessed to know your God more, hear Him more clearly, and come up higher to see things as He sees.